right, here we go, Snow Jobs Nation. We are back again to bring you episode five of our dusting series. As always, I'm Steve, and I'm joined by the best co-host in the business, Jeremy Lindstrom. Jeremy, how you doing, bud? Hey, pretty good, Steve. I don't know about the best, but I'll take it. I'll take whatever I can get. How you Jeremy. doing? Jeremy. Jeremy's doing well. Got some snow the other day, yesterday, right? Two, two yeah, inches. got another two and a half inches yesterday and took care of that and got some guys out working tonight. So, yeah, we are always seem to be working. It's always something to do. Very cool. The big one's coming next week. Yeah, they're saying, yeah, what, 15 inches possibly next oh, Tuesday, wow, Wednesday? It's up to 15. Yeah, yeah. we're going to have to, guys, pay attention to this because uh, if he does get a big one next week, we're going to do some kind of live thing during the storm for a little bit for you. Oh, earmuffs, <laughs> earmuffs on that one, I bet. <laughs> uh user discretion or listener discretion uh yeah. we have brandon riley and his mickey mouse snuggie straight from back from minnesota from ladc he's back with us tonight to bring you another dustings episode and tonight he's going to be going over his top five tips to maintain your insurability in the snow industry brandon as always great to have you back with us how you doing bud good you know i i wish i didn't have to wear my mickey mouse snuggie but we're in January temperatures in March, so this is, you know, got to do what we can to stay warm. Yeah, it was uh, yeah. like 62 today here. So yeah, I was like 13 below here last high. night. <laughs> yeah. I think we had 13 below. It's ridiculous. That's why you guys are still plowing, and uh, I'm already planning on spring cleanups here. Uh, we, we might get a – actually, they did say we might get a little – snow tonight overnight maybe a little dusting but who the hell knows i don't know Ours six is, degrees today what's gonna stick we have a little chance of maybe little to no accumulation tomorrow and then we have uh well, anywhere from one to two to four to six to six to eight coming friday into saturday morning but we'll see what happens temperatures are cold enough where it's gonna stick is that yeah, the same one for, for you sure. jeremy no no we have a shot for another what inch to two tomorrow they're saying but uh, nothing for the weekend we don't have. I think that's all south of us. So, But, yeah, next week's looking. They keep building next week up. So, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. There's been some crazy models. Yeah, you yeah. better not hope you don't run into one of those dry slots. <laughs> oh, yeah. The dry slot. The dreaded dry slot. All right, Brandon, the floor is yours, buddy. Take us away. Perfect. Well, I got the top five tips for maintaining insurability coming um, actually from collaboration with my insurance broker over here in Minnesota. And he, he said the best way to start it off is talking with you guys on the difference of what kind of business model you're running. Insurance, the, and this is based off of the underwriters and what the underwriters are looking for when they're, um, you know, kind of putting your package together and seeing if they can even insure you in the first place. Um, so it starts off with talking about the difference between a self-performed service. So companies that are 100% self-performed obviously is a huge go-ahead for underwriting. And then obviously you have the other side, which is the big broker. And obviously most big brokers at this point are probably self-insured and, and they're really not the people that are listening to this podcast. So you're looking more towards a mix because, um, you know, a lot of young guys starting off um, – Sure, they take on accounts, but maybe they can't handle them, so they sub them out to other people and, and, sure. and things like that. Overall, though, they like to stick with that self-performed status. It helps in their eyes. They can control, you guys control, the contractor controls, the service, um, the documentation of the service, and and can control the whole picture where if you're subbing something down, things t tend to get lost along the way. Mm-hmm. The second one is your, your client base. And this is probably the biggest one that is kind of what's, you know, causing the hikes into 
insurability for snow contractors across the country in Canada. Um, so we'll start off with, you know, big box retailers. This is a huge red flag and it has to come down to two words, indemnification and, and held harmless. Indemnification is the security against legal liability for one's actions. The hold harmless clause is a little bit different, but these two together is where they normally get us because the hold harmless releases one of liability in a contract to protect one purely from injury and property damage by the actions of the other person. So basically what that's saying is, let's say, you know, you weren't negligent, you fought your case and, and they, they deem that you had, you had no fault, right? Well, due to your hold, hold, hold harmless clause, you now are going to indemnify and hold your, your client and fight their battle for them. So they might not, you know, saw that you did everything right, but now you have to go and fight the client's side. Yes. Um, or at least pay for the client. Every, every, you know, every insurance battle is different. Every lawyer is going to push for different things. But basically what's going to end up happening is you're going to be stuck on this, this battlefront of, yes, you cleared on one side, but you're not cleared on the other. And it just, it wraps around and it basically holds you accountable no matter what happens. This could be nothing to do with snow removal. You know, they could have fallen on a, a rock or a wood chip that fell on the asphalt. It just happens to be that during this time, of your contract period, you're holding all of that liability. Sure. Uneven section of sidewalk that existed five years before you even got there. Exactly. Yep. And so that's, it's a huge plague. Um, and until the contractual language changes, um, which some States do have, I know we've talked about in the past, it's, it's, it's actually why, you know, nationwide's the largest um, insurance provider actually I it might in the country for sure. Um, cause they're in the process of buying everyone up. They no longer will insure snow contractors. Um, and that happened, uh, f- five years, uh, four or five years ago, they already started, you know, weeding everyone out saying, Hey, no, no more, no more, no more, no more. And so the third one is kind of the big battlegrounds. And this is what they look for is they go to how well do you document your business? And this can be its own little section in itself, on to, you know, there's, there's kind of things that you want to do as a business, not only if you're a subcontractor, vetting your subcontractor is, is kind of what they're talking about too, but you want to be able to look at the documentation side of vetting your, your property. So if I'm going to go after X retail down the road or a commercial building. I want to start looking at that property in the summer. I want to see where the pooling water spots. I want to start taking pictures. Have they fixed anything? I want to see where the downspouts are. I want to be there when it's raining. I want to see the flow of water um, and all these things, you know, do do things drain well? Do they hold water? You know, all of these things are in preparation for your snow side, right? So that's your beginning step. And then you're going into what happens in winter. Well, the best way to look at is, are you documenting before the snowstorm, during the snowstorm, and the end of snowstorm? So basically three reports for every storm that's out there, whether it's the totals, whether it's the, you know, the temperatures, what, what was the, the moisture content? Was it a rain first and then it froze, turned to snow? Was it straight snow? Was it a sleet? Was it, you know, all the different things. The more documentation that you can put together, the underwriting likes to look at that and see that as kind of a portfolio for you, right? They want to build the case to say that, yes, I want to put my eggs in your basket. I think that based off of the information I've been given, based off of our interviews, based off of the brokerage telling me what we're going to do, I, I, 
I have no problem insuring you. More information is better, right? More information. Yeah, exactly. And this goes back to my favorite website. Site Photos is amazing for all of these simple processes. And then there's there's another side to it, and you can go more. You know, the documentation all goes down to employee tracking, to the equipment tracking, um, GPS on everything. Uh, you know, are you using a hill tip? salt spreader that has the gps on it and telling you how many you know granulars you're putting down per square foot and all of that information i mean all of that information and data you can collect and keep obviously every state's different on how long you need to keep it for um but as long as you can keep it and build that portfolio is all just here to help you and and help fight those claims um, because not every contract does have indemnification and not every contract has the hold harmless clause so if you are this documented oriented and you don't have those things, you know, holding against you. And let's say, you know, you do have something come across your, your a slip and fall on your property, but you have all these reporting, the odds are it's just going to be thrown out because you did your due diligence. You put everything together and you, you threw it at him and said, here you go. This is what I got. And then, you know, the burden of proof is supposed to be on what the defendant. Yeah. <laughs> It's not, At least that's what, you know, it, it, it's, it's the more documents, the more things you can do. Um, and that's why I love to say that we are, we're an insurance company now. It's not, it's not a snowplow contractor. You're just doing everything you can to mitigate risk. hundred percent. The fourth thing is, is auto liability. This is uh, one of the things that they look at uh, largely just because in our industry, obviously everything is heavily based off of equipment, right? Whether you're running trucks, whether you're running loaders, whether you're, all of these things are big, they're expensive and they cause big problems. So if you can have a, a tight knit, you know, auto liability background, you know, no accidents, you know, you're doing your things, you're going through training with your guys, all of these things, whether, you know, even putting, you know, video tracker in your trucks and your GPS, you know, to show, you're doing everything in your power to help control and mitigate again your risk. That's what this this is all. That's what it all comes down to. Mm-hmm. The fourth one is a big one, um, just because um, of of the conditions that we're all working in. Right, we're working in the middle of the night. We're working long hours. We're working in the worst weather conditions that are out there. Sure, um, it's the workman comp risk management. So. You know, it starts off, how well are you documenting documenting what you're doing with your guys? Are you training them? How often are you training them? Are you doing driver's tests with new drivers? How often are you redoing driver's tests, drug tests, all of these things, right? You're, you're, it's all part of your portfolio and it's, it's safety first, right? I mean, that's the, the goal. No one wants anyone to get hurt and, and it just so happens that, you know, our guys aren't sitting in an office somewhere cozy yeah. and snuggy. They are, <laughs> you know, working outside of Fargo with, you know, wind chill of negative 35 and maybe the loader steps get icy because uh, some freezing mist threw over, you know, all of that stuff. It's what you're, you know, whether are you're they, teaching the guys to do a penguin walk, whether you're teaching them, you know, the three point uh, hold when you're getting in and out of things, there's always three points of contact. Mm-hmm. These things are all very important. And it's, and it's it's not just important for you to say this. It's important for you as an owner, you as an operator, you know, to be documenting all of this information and, and holding it someplace. 
are they wearing the proper amount of ANSI certified striping? <laughs> did you come in? Did you come in with Crocs? Or are you wearing Luther boots? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I think they wear boots to the machines. They may change yeah. at that point. We take our we take our boots off in the machines. And well, that's stuff. okay. It, yeah. You're in the machine, right? That that's your yeah. office. They have yeah. room to store boots. Definitely. They don't have a left armrest. Yeah, I can there put the you boots go. Right there. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> so, and if if. And we've all known, you know, as if we've seen the prices all increase across the boards for everyone, whether you're small or big, um, the big thing that he can say is that obviously the best way to kind of mitigate all of this with your prices and everything with your insurability in snow and ice management. And obviously there's a lot that goes into insuring a snow and ice contractor, but it also goes into your classification of your business, right? If snow removal is a small portion of your business, this really isn't affecting you, yeah. right? If, if your business is, I don't remember the percentage point, but if, you know, if you're 45%, if you're 50% of, re- of your, you know, business's revenue is snow, that's when things start to change, yeah, right? Yeah, it's a different ballgame Your classification is changing and all that stuff. So he says the one thing to look at is normally contractors are going to have a higher general liability, liability at this point, right? You're going to pay for a higher deductible, you know, because, and you're going to, there's a lot of things that you're not going to claim, right? You know, hey, some guys mm-hmm. swiped you. A lot of times it's just, you know, okay, let it yep. go, we'll right? Take care. The little the little things aren't worth it. You know, in our industry, obviously a lot of guys do lawn care and snow removal and it's like, okay, well, what, you know, a mower goes and breaks a, a sliding glass window. Well, you're just going to pay cash for it. There's no point yep. in putting that thing out there because yep. the snow risk is so great. You're just going to deal with it in-house, let it go. And things like that. And in in that case, you know, we end up having that higher general liability, um, you know, to help bring down the cost of, of everything, right? You can't have, you can't have the perfect situation where you got this little low liability, but yet the insurance company is going to take on all the risk, right? They're the ones that are going to pay in your, whatever happens, a slip and fall case, all that stuff. It's going to, you know, it's on them, right? And they have to assume it and they have to deem they're in the business to make money just like we are and find the best way to do it. Yep. Sadly, we're the ones that, you know, are, are getting thrown under the bus here across the boards. Yep. 100%. Those, those are the top five that uh, um, just after talking and I could go way into depth about documentation, but, you know, who wants to talk about that? That's that's never fun. Well, but it's a necessary evil, unfortunately. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It really yeah. is. And, and it's things you don't realize until, you know, it hits you, right? It's one of those things, that, oh, I wish I... I wish I would have started this before, right? And now technology is easy. Everything is so easy today versus, you know, what it was. I mean, I, I go through some of our, our paper logs from, you know, 20, 20 years ago, 25 years ago. And it's like, I mean, the logs that we used to create every, you know, foreman had for every site and then every operator had. And, you know, they had to handwrite everything. And then everything went into a binder and a binder stored in, you know, a shelf somewhere and, every snow season was captured and held that way. And now you can, you know, you can all do it on an app. Yeah. You know, everything's time stamped. You can get weather forecasting immediately. You can, there's, there's a lot of great things that have come with technology for this kind of protection. It's just, a, it's a shame that we have to have it. You know, if, if Jeremy's walking around outside and but not his office, but let's say he slip and falls, most of us would be like ashamed that we fell, right? And just get right. back up and, and go about your day. But no, most Jeremy people see your client as a, a money <laughs> and 
I've always said that. I'm like, I've never once thought. Never. Never. I've never once fell and I'm like, oh fuck, who's doing snow? This is if anything. I mean, it's I'm just, it's yeah, yeah. It's I know. I'm like, I'm not like, oh, I'm gonna sue somebody now. I mean, I'm not even saying this because we're we're in the business here, but that's just no, way I'm, I'm like. I'm like, I've never thought. Oh, I guess I can sue somebody because I I was dumb and fell down. Like, yeah, I, if I'm, I'm crossing the street and the bus has a green light and I get hit by the bus. It's because I was an idiot and I wasn't looking. It's not because the I, I got to make money off the bus now. Oh, that yeah. sounds like a retirement plan. Everyone knows that people have the right away. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I call myself a moron in that sense. You shouldn't have been standing there. I, I fell down plenty of times, and I'm like, shit. Who saw that? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, just well, think about you know the conditions, right? I started off I'm doing shoveling. it wrong. I'm yeah, doing you know, it wrong. I started, I started off I shoveling. Gotta... I used to run with shovels. <laughs> you know, and you, <laughs> when you hit the, you know, a crack of a concrete heave and you, you know, throws you oh, yeah. over shoulders, you know, all that stuff. It's like, yeah, I didn't think to go, oh, yeah, I could have went after them because there's a heave in the concrete. Yeah. Well, no, I'm doing it wrong. I'm going you know, to just... start going to different lots and fall down. Whoa. <laughs> I guess Brandon, let me fine. ask you. Go ahead, Jack. You got something else? <laughs> no, Brandon, let me rambling. ask you a question. So now you, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to plug them again, but you you said you're buying them so we can talk about them. The Frost Solutions, those weather stations with the camera, do you feel that that's going to help you as far as to combat possibly slip and fall? Since you can, you can live stream, you can take readings, you can tell them exactly what, the, okay, this guy slipped at 8.15 p.m. He, he claims, oh, we have a, we have a picture from 8.10 uh, of the lot and here's what it looked like and you know here's what the conditions were here you know the pavement was above freezing the you know all this all this information you can get from those systems are you is that one of the things you're looking for those things to do for you i think it will help you with the certain aspect of those two words that we talked that i talked about up above mm-hmm. um, it might prevent me from my liability mm-hmm. showing that i was there i did my service here sure and then it's going to push it off onto the client side and I'm, you know, you're still stuck defending the client. Mm-hmm. Um, so you might, instead of, you know, paying out whatever the, the fall is, you're end up paying for the attorney fees on the other side. So it's, it's a wish and wash in a, in a situation where you don't have that claim that right there, that information is, I believe in most cases, it would probably be an instant throw up by a judge. If a judge is smart and says, Hey, I'm saying. I got yeah, a that's, camera that's on site that shows that, you know, pavement temperatures were 32 degrees. It was snowing out. You were wearing stiletto heels and you fell. <laughs> Why were you wearing the wrong thing? It's it's winter. That's the, the worst part mm-hmm. is is no we can't sense. control what people wear, right? I, I can't tell you before you leave your front door, hey, it's winter. Make sure to put your winter boots on and penguin walk if it looks icy, you know? Absolutely. And you can't, it's you can't not fix perfect, stupid. This, there's, there's never that perfect answer, uh, but I do think that it would help a lot. I know site photos has helped dramatically, um, okay. you know, with the time, mm-hmm. anything that's time stamped is, is going to help you and save you. And that's, you know, whether it's through an email, whether it's through a, a, an app or a GPS location, all of that stuff helps you. And it depends on, how, you know, how good is your insurance company? How good is your attorney? You know, the downside is a lot of insurance companies just look at going, what's the easier thing? You know what? They look at the risk and a lot of times they just say pay it. Right. You know, we're we're sitting here going, let's fight. Let's take them to court because I have a million pictures of before, after in middle of the storm. And they don't even have a picture of where they fell and when they fell. They can't even tell me what time. 
Yeah. No, I was doing research. I was doing research on this topic like last year or a year before. Just I don't know what I was even doing. I just wanted to educate myself a little bit. So I spoke to to one of the attorneys that I know and I said, you know, give me what you got. He goes, the difference, what you're trying to do is just you're trying to prove that you were not negligent. There's yes. accidents yeah. and there's negligence. Accidents happen. It's the difference between paying five grand and 50 grand. Yes. Mm-hmm. Accidents happen. Prove it was an accident. Have your your ammunition to give to me that shows that this couldn't possibly have been anything related to the work you did and not your fault. And then it's five thousand dollars and they go away. If it's a, if it's negligence, it's a lot more. Yep. If they pay the, and, if, and they pay is, the five grand and you still get dinged for it. So. You still oh, yeah, get dinged for five grand, right? Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's in their eyes, it's still a payday, but you nailed it on the head. I I actually have no problem, you know, if 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 they're going after terms of negligence and you were negligent in your services, totally Absolutely. fine. Absolutely. It's on me. Under the parameters of the contract, right? I mean, if you're not paying for a zero tolerance, let's say you're paying for a two-inch trigger, I don't come out to my two-inch triggers there, the guy slips at one inch. Well, obviously how am I responsible? Right. Right. It, it, it's just not downside is since it's a two inch trigger, are you going to have the proper documentation of when yeah. that trigger was there and when did he fall and all of that stuff, but proving, you know, negligence versus you know, like just the fact that they can do this because they can do it. That's where it's just, and that's why it's killing mm-hmm. the industry. And that's why it's becoming harder and harder for insurance. And, you know, like you're the snow cleared, talked about, you know, like it's, it's really hard. I mean, Canada got hit really hard with it, I think before we did. And then across the boards, it just, it was, is everyone was, you know, starting to get plagued with high prices yeah. and really Rob high deductibles. His, Rob, yeah. Rob said his insurance has doubled every year for five years now. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. It, it's I swear, they send, I swear they send a book out there. I've never got it, but they send a book out how to, how to sue people for every little thing. I mean, I just, I've never seen the book, but I think everybody else gets it. So <laughs> you, you, it's, there's, I, I hate to put it out there, but you can Google it and it tells you the top five steps to win 15 K. Oh, it will yeah, tell well, you the top five, you know, I write that down, <laughs> you know, and, and that's the, that's the shame. And, and, and the sad thing is that as a snow contract, that's what I'm worried about. Right. I want to be worried about my equipment starting at negative 35. I want to be worried about my guy waking up at 2 AM to come into work. The fact that I have to worry about the insurance side is, is just, what sucks, you know, know and it, it, it makes us, it makes all of us over service yes. for mm-hmm. underpay, right? Yeah, right. I mean, right. you always end up going above and beyond because, okay, sure. I have specs on a contract, but I, with the contract language, it doesn't matter whether it's, it's how they're getting free service out of you. Yeah. hundred mm-hmm. percent. And they know it, right. They had brilliant lawyers put this shit together and, 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 and if you want to keep your business going, you got to sign it and do it anyways. Yep. Yep. Uh, we could talk about this all night. That was uh, that was very good. Yeah, insurance is a is a hot button topic in this industry, and you know we might have to do another one and maybe see if if your insurance guy be willing to come on and uh, and share some knowledge. That might yeah, be. Uh, I I told him I'd do a plug. You know, if you if you're in need of uh, snow insurance yeah, or actually any insurance in the construction industry, reach out to me and I'll get you in contact with Ryan Steele with Marsha McLennan, and he'll do his best to get you insurance. He uh, He's a smart guy, knows his knows his stuff, and and he battles for for snow guys to stay insured. So awesome, nice. you know, reach well, there you out. Go. It's, there you it's go, Marsha McLennan. Site photos, Frost. You're all welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got, got frost you covered here. tonight. They sent me one, but I haven't. I got that frost. They you got to get it up by the big one before the big I, one. 
I gotta find a place to put it. Well, it just find bolts somewhere. to a light pole. It's got the U brackets. Yeah, I bolt know it that. outside the shop. I don't have a light pole outside the shop. Uh, I don't dare right. put it on the shop because I got ice. Now that could be a safety ice. hazard. That could lead to a slip and fall. Not having <laughs> adequate lighting outside the shop. No, we, <laughs> have, we have we have lights on the building, but oh, like. Okay. We got a, our roof is full of ice, and that's going to come down one day, and I'm just going to rip everything off that's on the building, I think. so. Put it on top of one of your loaders. Great idea. Let's do that. Yeah, it's easy, right? A mobile camera. Yeah. You can check it live stream, check on your operator the whole time. Yeah, what could Jesus. go wrong? <laughs> Nothing. Oh, all right, guys. Well, Brandon, thanks very much. As always, it's a pleasure having you. We're definitely going to get you back on this to do something else for us. And, uh, that is all, brothers. Uh, Jeremy, you got anything panel. else? Just get, we... get a bunch of people on here and do a bigger panel. <laughs> we're yeah, we're we definitely going to do that. We're, we're yeah. going to do some roundtables maybe over the summer once uh, everybody puts all their snow stuff away. and uh, has God, Hopefully soon. we got to get this, yep. my snow crew on, too. You know, we're going to do that. So. Oh, we're yeah. definitely going to have to. We're going to get the boys on. Oh, yeah. But yeah, we better we better go here and let uh, Brandon get back to the Snuggie. Get that yes. cover back yes. up, buddy. Get the mood lighting all set. Oh, is it, yeah. What is it, blue tonight? Is it blue back there? It's blue. Blue? Yeah. Blue and blue. the Mickey Mouse Snuggie. All right, Brandon, yeah. thanks. Guys, thank you for listening, and uh, keep pushing. We'll talk to you soon.